Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, everyone. Lord bless you. Lord keep you. Lord watch over you. Our Heavenly Father, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to have an opportunity on this radio station to share the good news of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for dying on a cross for us. Thank you for forgiving us of our sins. Thank you for the promise of eternal life. God, give us strength as we live each and every day. Give us a greater purpose to live. That, Lord, we would show people the power of Almighty God. That people would see you in us. Lord, I want to be seen as a person who loves you with all my heart. And Lord, I want to love people. I want to love people through you. I pray for your help and your strength. Be with every listener today. Guide everything they may be going through, whether it's health issues, whether it's relationship issues, whether it's financial, whatever it is, may they put their faith and trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, you know what? I think purpose is very important. You know, you got to have a purpose why you do things. You ever do things around the house? Well, what's the purpose? Why am I doing this? What greater cause is this going to is this going to help? Well, you have a purpose. You change your light bulbs, or you change. No, this is a good one. You change your your smoke detectors because if you don't, in the middle of the night, they're going to go beep beep beep, and you you're not going to be able to get a ladder that high to get up to them. How do I know that? I know that from experience. One of the craziest things is trying to catch one of those things. They always go off at three in the morning. And so we just recently changed them all out again so that that wouldn't happen. So we could hopefully that wouldn't happen. And so, but I always worry about it when I hear a beep, but, but it had a purpose for doing that. Nothing in life can take place of knowing your purpose. In fact, read Ephesians 2.10 with me today. It's a very short passage. It says, for we are his workmanship. Creating Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We are his workmanship. He created us for good works. He created us to make difference in people's lives. The question is, are we? Are we making a difference in others' lives? If you don't try to discover your purpose, you're likely to spend your life doing things that you don't need to be doing. Instead of doing those things, you need to be doing. I read a quote from psychologist Viktor Frankl. He said, everyone has his own specific vocation or mission in life. Everyone must carry out a concrete assignment that demands fulfillment. Therein, he cannot be replaced, nor can his life be repeated. Thus, everyone's task is unique in his specific opportunity to implement it. Each of us has a purpose. For why we were created, our responsibility, our joy is to identify it and understand what we're about. You know, there's some questions we could ask ourselves to find out maybe what our purpose is. Because I think a lot of times, I'll be honest, I haven't really thought about my purpose until I start reading some things that sends me that way, a Bible verse or a, or a book that I read or whatever it might be that wakes us up. I think that's why there's a lot of Christian books out there that just kind of snap us out of this normality or this stuff we just step in day in and day out. So, so if we ask ourselves, so what am I looking for? What am I searching for? 
You know, all of us have a strong desire set in our hearts, something that sets our souls on fire. What is it that sets your soul on fire? Is it living Jesus every day? Is it talking to people about Jesus? Is it your desire to just stand up for what is right? What is it that sends you? What is it that you're searching for? Find out what that is. You know, we want to have a soul on fire for Jesus. We heard that saying years ago, and people, some people said, well, what do you mean on fire? We mean excited. We mean wanting to do something, wanting to ignite something that would make a difference in someone's life. Ignite the power of God. See, that's what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit ignites us to do things. Remember in the book of Acts, how the Holy Spirit came upon the disciples and how they went out from there and how many, many came to Jesus. In fact, you know, 3,000 that very day in the second chapter of Acts. And then in the fifth chapter, I think it was another 5,000 came to know Jesus. And that's not even counting women and children. There was a great movement of the Spirit of God. People started seeing the power of God in their lives because they allowed the Spirit of God to move them. They realized why they were created. They realized they needed to use the abilities God gave them and the resources God gave them uh, to use who they are in Him. You know, some people say, well, Pastor, I'm an introvert and I just can't talk. God has something for you. God can use you. He didn't tell an introvert to be an extrovert, but He just says, you know what? I can use you. I can use you for my glory if you are willing to be used. That's what I talked about a little yesterday, being willing to be used, willing to step up to the plate. You know, I coached sports for years, as you well know, as you've heard about every coaching story that I've ever shared. But one of the things I looked for in coaching was people that were willing to step up to the plate, to do what it took to be the best they can be. I had some teams, and I remember specific players that stepped up to the plate, and they did their part in helping the team grow. And not only that, they become phenomenal athletes because they took it seriously. You know, if you uh, would realize and recognize what God has for you, I think you would be one of those people, that you would be a difference maker. And, you know, God can count on you. So be willing to be used by him. And the question is, do you believe in the potential you have? You know, do you believe that you have potential in Christ? No one can consistently act in a manner inconsistent with the way he sees himself. You know, so you, how do you see yourself? Maybe you need to change how you're looking within your heart. Maybe you need to change or think about who you are. You ever took time to spend 15 minutes alone thinking about who you are, what your purpose is, how you're fulfilling that purpose? Maybe we ought to write that down. Maybe we ought to get a list, make a list of 10. Say, how am I fulfilling my purpose? Maybe it's how how am I fulfilling my purpose in my family? And write down uh, 10 things. Well, I am providing for them. I am uh, teaching my children the things of God. I am uh, making sure that they're well taken care of and and that, that they have somebody they know they can count on. I mean, maybe we ought to put down uh, 10 purposes of how I am growing in the Lord. Well, I am reading the Word of God every day. I am spending time in prayer every day. I'm being God-conscious throughout the day. I spend time in worship 
to my Lord and Savior. I spend time uh, witnessing to people by just my lifestyle. I'm not saying go out on the street corner and yell at people and make big signs come to Jesus. I'm saying let Jesus use you. But you got to have a purpose. Do you have that purpose in your mind? What is your purpose? Or do you have no purpose? Folks, I'll be honest with you. Many people do not have a purpose. When do I start? The answer is you start now. You start changing things now. When I do premarital counseling before I marry someone, I talk about the, the element of communication. You need to spend some time. Get alone and spend some time with God communicating with him and spend some time with your spouse together. Take 20 minutes, a certain time, maybe it's Sunday afternoon at three o'clock. You sit on the couch, talk about what's going on in the day, how this can work in your life and what you can do to have a great week or have a purposeful week. Sometimes my wife does that to me on, on our days off, says, honey, today we need to do this. We need to get this done, this done and that done. And she thinks more that way than I think. And I'm like, I need to, I go along with, I said, yes, you're right. We do, we do, we do. But she thinks of those things. My wife is a phenomenal thinker. She has developed many of the programs that we've done over the church over the years, all the, many of the outreach things she has been in the center of because she just really spends time thinking. She spends time thinking and spends time writing things down. When we have an event, she evaluates the event and she writes down everything that was used, how many burgers were, were bought, how many burgers were used, how much, how much cheese did we buy? I mean, just the whole thing. And she has a whole list of that kind of thing. How many people attended the event? How much was left over? What was the setting like? What was the, uh, how, did, how did things look? And she sets up diagrams of how to set things up. She gets in and she puts in tables and she, she really does. She should have been probably a architect because she sets out plans and ideas. Now, we've stepped back and so now that's in other people's hands. But that's what she does and that's what she's done around the house. And I think that's honestly what Jesus wants us to do with our lives is to have a purpose, set out a plan and live that plan. I've been doing a lot of that with our finances this last couple of years because now I, that I'm in that retirement age and not even working full time at this point, I'm trying to uh, have a purpose of how we're going to live, how the future looks, and how we're going to make it and what's going to be the process in that. One of the things I didn't do years ago, I didn't prepare for my retirement early enough. And so I, in the last number of years, I've just had to dump things into my pension plan to, to make it so that I would have something to live on. I didn't, I wasn't aware. I didn't think about it when I was in my early thirties. If I would have, I'd been in fine shape right now. I'm okay anyway, because I've had a purpose to get things together uh, in the last number of years, but, but I, but it's a purposeful act. When we're serving God, it could be a purposeful act. How can we serve him better? How can we be about his business? Are we allowing him to work? Are we allowing him to be a part of our lives? I hope so. I hope today that you will live with purpose. I want to pray with you, and I hope that you'll pray with me. Lord, I love you. Heavenly Father, I'm so thankful that you love us, that you forgive us, and that, God, you guide us. And, Lord, I pray that each one of us would live with purpose. And that purpose would be fulfilled because we are purposely 
making an effort to be men and women of God that are making a difference in people's lives. Give us purpose in our families. Give us purpose with our finances. Give us purpose with our everyday life. Lord, lead us this day. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.